Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Luke Who's Watching. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about another Columbo, because if you haven't listened to the show before, and why would you be starting with this one, right? But if you've not listened to the show before, you will know that I enjoy a bit of Lieutenant Columbo. I think this is the third Columbo. I uh, would have talked about. Uh, anyway, now there is a reason, though, behind why I decided to talk about an episode of Columbo for this episode, which I will get into in just a moment. Anyway, so this is season two, episode six Columbo, a stitch in crime. Now, oh, and it starts. Let me get into whom is in this episode. It stars Peter Falk and Francis. Will Gear uh, and the reason why I have decided to talk about Columbo this episode is because it stars Leonard Nimoy. Yes, Spock v. Columbo. Spock v. Columbo. Now, the reason I've decided to watch this, we'll talk about this particular uh, this specific episode of Columbo is because I have been watching or doing a rewatch of Star Trek, the next, uh, I was about to say the next generation, no, Star Trek, the original. And of course, Leonard Nimoy is in that as the Spock. And I thought, heck, let's watch this episode of Columbo and I'll talk about it because Spock's in it. And he is an absolute cunt. I mean, Nimoy's gr- it's Nemoy is great because in Star Trek, Spock has he's like no emotions, um, very blasé or carefree, you could probably say, uh, but he's affable. Whereas in this, Doctor Barry Mayfield, whom uh, Leonard Nimoy plays, he is also lacking some emotion and just like very blank but he's an arsehole at the core of it all so you know you've got Nemo playing someone an affable Spock right from Star Trek and then this he's sort of Spock-esque but he's just an arsehole so you're not overly sad at the end when he gets caught Anyway, let's get into the show. So it starts off, we see an ambulance um, with some old codger being Will uh, Gear. He is also, he's uh, Dr. Edmund Heidemann. We see him getting rushed to the hospital. And um, we see him getting rushed to the hospital. And they're like, oh, doctor, oh, the doctor's here. Oh, the doctor's, you know, he's not well. We need to take him to surgery. So Nimoy who is so what is happening is Nimoy and Dr. Hardeman are research doctors at this hospital they're doing work now I think Nimoy it's classic Nimoy wants to move the project on but Edmund's like we need to do more research and we see Nimoy reading a telegram that is intended for the old I'll kind of call him the old codger right uh, Dr. Hardeman we see Nemo reading a telegram for Dr. Edmund, basically saying we need to do more research. Anyway, oh, 
Also, in the lab where Nimoy is, they've got a monkey there too, which is, okay, interesting. That's cool. Now, um, the uh, Nimoy, uh, he does the, um, oh, so Nimoy gives the nurse, uh, Sharon, this telegram. uh, He's like, oh, this just came in. The nurse then discovers that the telegram had actually been there for like an hour. So she's like, okay, because she's suspicious. She's like, she doesn't really like Nimoy. Um, Yeah, anyway, so we see some surgery stuff. And then, so Nimoy is operating on Dr. Edmund, who needs a, they're doing a valve replacement, heart valve replacement. Okay. Now, this is the key thing. So what happens is, uh, and this is actually a, a legit sort of thing. Now, when it comes to surgeries, of course, when you get sewn up, uh, which is called a suture, you can get dissolvable ones and you can get permanent ones. Now, I have had some surgery in the past and I, in said surgery, have had, um, I have had the dissolvable sutures. So they'll sew you up. And um, so then, you know, after however long the, the suture, yeah, they basically dissolve once the wound uh, has sort of you know, healed up so it'll you know, s- stay together, right? So they heal up. So we don't have to take out, you don't have to go and have stitches taken out. They dissolve. So it's a dissolvable stitch. Now, what Nimoy does, when he's doing the old doctor's um, heart valve, he uses dissolvable sutures, not permanent ones. So as a result, Nimoy's plan is the sutures will dissolve. The old guy will have a heart failure or, or I guess probably an internal bleed or something. Croak it. Nimoy can take over and be in charge of a research. Anyway, but after the surgery, Nurse Sharon finds the sutures and as a result is suspicious. So Nimoy gets wind of this. Uh, because conveniently there is a, um, he's washing his hands, and conveniently there's a mirror in front of him, and he could, like, he's looking into the mirror, and he can see the nurse getting suspicious behind him. You know, anyway, it's done for TV. So that's great. Now, so he's like, he knows she is suspicious. So he catches her, or sort of walks in on her. She's on the telephone to Mac. Now, Columbo is flummoxed as to what Mac possibly could mean, but we discover that uh, a little bit later on. Anyway, so a bit of car park stuff. But Nurse, Nurse Sharon, she's got a great coat. It's got, it's like, it's a really nice, it's like a double-breasted trench coat. Really good. However, I will say, because Colombo is set in LA, not sure if there's much use for trench coats, double-breasted trench coats, uh, in Los Angeles. I don't know. Does it get cold at night? If anybody out there, any of my listeners, have been to LA, or I don't know, maybe somebody lives in LA who listens to this podcast, is it like, is it somewhere where you would have a coat in your wardrobe? And if so, how often would you use it? Does it get cold at night? Like after, let's say after, you know, nine o'clock, eight o'clock. Does it get cold? Is it worthy of wearing a coat? Because she's wearing a great coat. It's a great, like it's nice. 
Like Columbo wears the trench coat, but that's like more of a joke. Or Columbo's like, I think Columbo, his his character sort of background is for, is that he's from like New York, the Bronx or whatever. Right? So that's trench coat, uh, trench coat territory. But LA, probably not. I mean. Los Angeles, or California is pretty much a desert. Anyway, so Nimoy scones the nurse with a tire iron. Classic um, murder thing. And then the next day, we see the coppers. So Columbo turns up looking rough, like he is disheveled. And um, <laughs> he has an egg, a hard-boiled egg. And he starts tapping the egg on the victim's car um oh also before i move on nimoy also takes keys etc from the nurse's personal items so anyway next day or whenever the sort of her body's discovered coppers are there colombo he's there he's got a boiled egg he's breaking it on the uh on sharon's car because he's like, oh, I've had no breakfast, my wife's been sick up all day, and he's just asking the other guys for coffee. But anyway, the forensics guy, he tells him Columbo off because he's cracking his egg on the fender of the, the rear fender of the car. He's like, I want to keep this area, like, uh, clean for evidence, like you're contaminating the crime scene, which is quite funny. And Columbo's like, oh, yeah, oh, oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so we, we, we see Nimoy then, he's doing like more evil stuff. Um, so is this actually before or after that? Oh, yeah. So, um, yes. So we see Nimoy, he's doing, you know, more evil stuff. He's, he goes to nurses, he goes to Sharon's apartment, he goes in and he plants some bottles of morphine. So he's sort of like pretending to ransack the place. This is very interesting because he goes to the cupboard in the kitchen. Oh, also, he has a great Mercedes. That's what I've got right here. With D-Boy, his character, lovely Mercedes Benz, got to say. Nice sedan, beautiful. Anyway, so he goes into the apartment. He waits for the uh, housemate to leave, goes into the apartment. Sort of like half ransacks it. Because what he does, he goes to the cupboard, he's in the kitchen, he goes to the cupboard where the uh, crockery is, and he, like, takes it out nicely and puts it on the on the bench. But then he goes to, like, where the canned stuff is, and he's just like, whoa, making a, like, fluffing it all up, like, cans and stuff everywhere. Like, okay, cool. Anyway, so then, um, sort of next, or later on in the day, Columbo, he then... Uh, Columbo versus Spock, we get the first meeting. So Spock, uh, Nimoy, he's in his office just on the phone going, oh, no, this person's dead. Oh, shock. Columbo walks in. Who are you? You know, they have a conversation. Now, Nimoy is there resetting his clock, right? Particularly, you'd say, not unusual. However, Columbo asks about it because he goes, that's interesting, Uh Doctor, because you're obviously very, um, oh, what is it? You can multitask or you're in, in control of your emotions because it, you know, your colleague has been murdered, yet you're just casually sitting on the end of your desk 
changing the time on your clock. Suspicion, quite possibly. Anyway, it's fine. And then there's a scene, odd scene, where Columbo, he confines in the doctor because Columbo's like, Doctor, I don't like hospitals. I get queasy. What can you what can you subscribe for that? And then he's like, Well, just don't go in the hospitals. And like, makes sense. Is that like sass? Nimoy, Sass and Columbo. There is some bits of sass in this, that is for sure. Anyway, so Columbo then, he goes to the nurse's uh, apartment. The Her housemate is there, who is a little bit, I'm not sure. I've got written here, housemate bit crazy. Because the housemate's also a nurse, but she works for a plastic surgeon. And she's like, oh, and the only man I ever find... Uh, single men you know I, I find coming for a facelift and she's like oh and I feel comfortable around upper middle class people and all this sort of stuff oh and you're like okay she's a bit odd she's a bit odd but also thirsty I'm gonna say she's 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 a bit thirsty we'll get into more thirst a little bit later but she's thirsty anyway so I find the um they find the planted uh, drugs. They fingerprint them. No prints. No prints. So that's interesting. Anyway, so then Columbo, um, we see Nimoy having a house party. Columbo crashes a party. Like, Columbo, he loves to crash parties. He just turns up at people's houses. He's like, yeah. So he turns up at Nimoy's place, gets himself a plate of food, uh, and then Nimoy and Columbo go outside uh, to the patio area. Columbo's eating his plate of food and they're talking, you know, about about stuff. And Columbo's like, oh, yeah, you know, we we found um, we found some medicine or drugs at, you know, Sharon's place. What's that about? Blah, blah, blah. And they're having a conversation. Something interesting, though, I noticed. The table they're sitting at has an ashtray on it. Now, Columbo's got his plate of food. He's eating, he's eating, he's eating. Now, I think it's an olive falls off his plate onto the table. So Columbo's eating. Now, what he does is he picks the olive up or this piece of food up and he puts it in the ashtray. Just an, an interesting thing I noticed. I thought, okay. Don't know what that's about, but hey, Columbo's a nice guy. He likes to, um, he likes, you know, people to have nice, clean tables. You know, yeah, yeah, whatever. I just thought that was interesting. Anyway, so they go into Columbo's like, oh, geez, I've my guts is gone. Um, you know, what's that about? And then, um, Columbo, uh, sorry, Nimoy takes Columbo into his office, gives him some medication you know, for his upset stomach. And he's like, oh, I'll get an upset stomach, doctor, when my when I eat fast. I think that's what he says. When I eat fast. Like a comical. Um, anyway. So, Columbo says, look, we found these drugs. Somebody's, the theory is, somebody's broken in to, well, somebody knows, or it's a junkie that knows, and Francis has access to drugs Kills her in the car, hospital car park, goes to her place, 
then breaks in to get to drugs. I think that's sort of like the thought, right? The theory. But Columbo says to Nimoy, there is no fingerprints on anything. So if you're a junkie, you're at least like not erratic to the extent where you're going, hey, uh, like you're thinking straight enough to put like to be wearing gloves in this um, situation. Columbus like it doesn't make sense because if you're you know you just want a fix, you're not going to be worried about putting gloves on. He's like there's no fingerprints on anything. So he tells Nemo that and Nemo is like, well shit, yeah. So anyway, Columbo leaves. Nemo makes a phone call. Nemo calls the housemate, and they go on a little date because she. And this is the thirst comes out a little bit right here. This is where the thirst comes out. He shuts it down because this is interesting. So they're talking about. Um, they're talking about, oh, did Sharon know anybody who, you know, who's in, like, man in her life sort of thing. And uh, Marsha, who's the, the housemate, she's like, no, nah, I've tried to fix her a couple of times. She didn't date. And then Nemo's like, oh, wasn't there this one guy once called Harry? He was a, you know, druggie or something. And Marsha's like, oh, yeah, yeah. See, Nemoy is like giving her little bits of it. Like, he knows exactly what he's talking about. He knows exactly what he's doing. But he's, like, giving Marsha vague sort of things. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's that guy. Oh, yeah. And Nimoy's going, oh, yeah, that's right. You've cracked it. Like, you're a genius. Because I think Nimoy's like, oh, wasn't there a guy? What was his name? You know, started with H or something. And Marsha will go, Harry. And Nimoy's like, yes, that's right. So you're like, you know. He's, he knows what he's doing. So he convinces Marsha that she has come up with information about somebody. So turns out Marsha, uh, sorry, Sharon used to like help, uh, I think it was veterans or something, who were addicted, right? Became friendly with Harry, uh, but she, she'd not seen Harry though for like six months, it's revealed later. But Marsha, Nimoy coaches Marsha into acquiring this knowledge. And Nemo's like, you should go and tell the police. And uh, she's like, yeah, sure. And then this is like, so they're walking on uh, like a boardwalk. So so Marsha's like, yeah, great. And then she says to Nemo, so what are we going to do now? And Nemo's like, I'm going to take you back to your place Uh yeah, and he like he shuts it down. But Marsha, she's thirsty. Let's be honest about it. She's like, oh, I want a bit of Baz Mayfield. And he's just like, nah, sorry, Babs. Anyway, so Columbo sees, um, Columbo sees Nimoy dropping off Marsha. And then Columbo then goes and talks um, to Marsha. Because he's, like, at the apartment. So he sees her get dropped off. And then he's like, um, 
oh, like, hi. So they go into the apartment and they talk about this guy. So Columbo, he's like, oh, did uh, Bar- like Dr. Mayfield come up with this guy? And Marshall's like, oh, well, he sort of thought the guy's name was Harry, but I came up with that. It was Alexander, Harry Alexander, what a name. And Columbo's like, oh, yeah, sure. And um, anyway, so Columbo tells, uh, sorry, Marsha tells Columbo about Harry. Now, Columbo, he's, he knows that uh, Dr. Mayfield has sort of like told Marsha this, pretty much given of this information. But he's like, oh, you've come up with love. Better tell Columbo. Because there's an interesting bit where Columbo is talking to May to Nimoy, Dr. Mayfield, and Mayfield says, Oh, like what about the um what about housemate? What does she know? And Columbo says something along the lines of Um She doesn't know as much as she thinks she does. I think that's sort of kind of thing like that because it's you know might be you know when you're questioning people or whatever they it's like well they know more than what they're saying but Columbo said something like well she's saying more than what she knows right that's, that's interesting that's cool um uh right so now Columbo then goes and has a bit of a chat with uh Will Gwiv, the old doctor, who is sassing the nurse, sassing the nurse. So they have a little bit of a, they have a little bit of a uh, conversation um, because he's like, oh, what what did um, Sharon think about Mayfield and Will, or Dr. Edmund's like, she didn't really like him, blah, blah, blah. So Columbo, he's getting a bit more information there. Then Columbo goes to see Harry. Columbo goes to see Harry and uh, they have a bit of a chat and he reveals that he had not seen Sharon for like, I think it was six months Um, and something else that goes on. When they're talking, Harry, he gets a cigarette and he, what does he do? He lights it with his left hand, right? Remember that. Lights with his left hand. So Columbo's you know, done his bit of talking there. Cool stuff. And then, uh, yeah, so we just sort of see um, Harry. Uh, sorry, Columbo's back at the hospital. He's in the lab. And he, there's a medicine cabinet there. And he's like, oh, so uh, Dr. Mayfield, who has access to this uh, medicine cabinet? And... Dr. Mayfield's like, well, I do. And so does Edmund, or Dr. Hyderman. And Columbo's like, oh, yeah, okay, that's, yeah, it's interesting. Those, you know, bottles we found at uh, Sharon's apartment, they're, they're the same as what's in this cabinet. So Nimoy gets his shits up about that. But Columbo, he is tightening, he's tightening the screws on it all. And, um, yeah, Columbo, of course, also says to him, oh, oh we um, we have 
seen, like he's gone and talked to uh, Harry and so forth. So Nimoy then, he goes to the cabinet, gets some stuff out, and then we see him later that night, he breaks into Harry's apartment, scones him when he comes in, injects, it would have to be for morphine into him, and we see Harry die. So Harry goes outside of his uh, apartment on like the, the little, I guess you call it a, it's not a boardwalk, but walkway. And it's all jazzy and he falls down the stairs and he's cooked. He is cooked. Anyway, then we see straight away, the next scene is Columbo pumping Leonard about info. He's like, oh, this guy, you know, he's cooked. We found the junkie, you know, he's cleaned, he's dead or whatever. And Nemo's like, oh, he's just a case closed. But Columbo says, well, I saw this guy yesterday. Or when it was yesterday. And he lit a cigarette. And he used his left hand to light it. And Columbo's, so Columbo's thought is, the guy's left-handed, okay? Now, here's the, oh, it's not a kicker, but here's the thing. So Columbo goes, right, so we've seen this, the guy's left-handed. Um, and Nemo's like, whatever. And Columbo goes, but where he was injected was in his left arm. So he's left-handed, he's injected himself in his left arm. That's a bit awkward, right? How's, how's that? sort of played out. Um apologize my chair there if you can you can hear that. Hold on. There we go. Um yeah so Nimoy uh he's like oh okay Columbo's you know uh yeah uh, suspicious about that. Anyway, so we see uh, Columbo is then back talking to Dr. Edmund and Columbo makes the big discovery that cracks this case wide open, sort of. I think Columbo, he is obviously suspicious of Nimoy. Now, it's always very interesting when you're watching Columbo at what point... Uh, Columbo suspects the killer. It's quite interesting. Now, I think I'd have to say probably when he sees the um, the bottles of uh, the, the morphine that's been hidden, given that they're the same as what the hospital has, I think he's suspicious probably straight away at something. And then when when Columbo talks to um, Dr. Edmund and he's like, well, Nurse Sharon didn't like Leonard uh, Nimoy or you know, Dr. Mayfield, uh, I think like that's probably where Columbo's like, ah, right, this guy. Interesting. Interesting. Because there's always, I think sometimes it's quite obvious when through shows when Columbo knows who the killer is. And other times it's maybe a little bit more unclear. I think this one it could be after the discovery of the the bottles. Columbo's like, well, it's at least somebody at the hospital 
surely. And then, um, uh, and then, um, whoops, sorry, I just sort of tapped my microphone. Um, <clears throat> and then, you know, things like uh, him finding out from Dr. Hardeman that the nurse didn't like Dr. Mayfield very much or didn't trust him. I think that's, he's probably got it um, sorted out there. Anyway, so yeah, so Columbo's talking to the uh, the old doctor. They're just you know, talking about whatever. And then Columbo discovers what MAC means. Now, MAC was, I've completely forgotten, but it was whatever uh, medical company. And the hospital get medical supplies from this company. So uh, Columbo calls up MAC, talks to the receptionist, and he discovers that Dr. Sharon... After the operation, because he is telling Edmund that Sharon was emotional after the operation because um, the uh, we see a scene before we see a scene where uh, this is before um, Columbo puts the screws onto Nimoy about the drugs. Columbo's talking to the cleaner. And the cleaner's like, oh, Nurse Sharon, she was always very affable, but this particular night she was very emotional after the surgery. So Columbo has that bit of information. So he's talking to Will about it. Uh, sorry, Dr. Edmund. And Dr. Edmund's like, don't know why she'd be sad after the surgery, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, Columbo makes a Mac discovery, Mac discovery, calls Mac, talks to the receptionist and finds out that Dr. Sha- sorry, Nurse Sharon had made an appointment to see a chemist from Mac. So, okay. So the next scene is Columbo. He's down in the, um, oh, what would you call it? I've com- I, was, I was going to say the crib room. That's not what I want to say. He's down. I'm talking to the guy who does all the, um, ah. Oh. The stuff. Um, supplies. He's talking to the supply guy. So he's going through, this is what we get from Mac. The only thing we get from Mac is that would have any chemical basis is sutures. Dun, dun, dun. So then Columbo gets schooled on the sutures. So you get your dissolving ones, whatever. And actually Columbo then goes and watches an operation with the guy from uh, the, um, uh, yeah, the thingy, supplies, and he tells Columbo about sutures. So Columbo has that info. So then to see Columbo, he's then talking to Nemo again. He is tightening the screws. He's tightening the screws. He's talking to him about the sutures. He's saying, hey, what if you replaced the permanent ones with dissolvable ones and because it's a heart valve right the pressure happening there would make it blow within you know sort of a few days and Nimoy he's sits he's uh I think he's talking to Nimoy they're in transit going to Nimoy's office Nimoy sits down you know he's doing pretend paperwork leans back in his chair and he just like starts laughing and he says to Columbo, you can't be serious. Then something reasonably rare happens because Columbo, he's usually called cump customer. However, he 
goes Burko. He, I think it's Nimoy's clock. He picks it up, slams it on the desk, and he says to Nimoy, I think you killed Sharon because she discovered that you have used dissolvable sutures in Dr. Edmund's surgery, and you have then, you know, just like, killed Harry to make it look like it was some sort of drug-related crime. And um, Nimoy is just like, yeah, whatever. So then Columbo says to Nimoy, you better make sure that Dr. Hardman doesn't die in your care because there will have to be an autopsy and... We will discover if it's a you know leaky uh, or a failed valve. Checkmate, right? Absolute zinger. So Columbo leaves, and Nimoy's like, "Well, shit, isn't he right?" So he gets on the phone. He asks about um, oh the have the afternoon meds gone out? Right, cool. Phone down. So he's been forced into a. Columbo's forced him into this manoeuvre. So, things are starting to wrap up. I know the episode, we're about over half an hour in, so uh, 30 some minutes in, so it's not much left. So, um, Nimoy tampers with the meds for the doctor, and then as a result, the doctor, he's not well, we've got to do another surgery. So, Columbo's there, He's making himself watch this surgery because when he goes and watches the surgery with the um, supply guy, he's not looking at it because he's queasy and he's like, oh, I can't watch it. That just how about you just because he's saying to the guy, oh, how about you just tell me about the sutures? And the guy's like, oh, yeah, look at this. He always sewing that up and oh, he's getting off, but kind of doesn't want to see it. But when he's here, when this surgery is happening on uh, Hardman, Dr. Edmund, Columbo is forcing himself to watch so the surgery gets done and then Columbo barges in to the uh, operating theatre and he's like right search everything so they take the patient out Columbo's like search him so everything and everybody gets searched right so he search um, yeah it's all getting searched then they can't find the sutures. They all look pretty fine. They look pretty safe. So that's a blow. That is a blow. Anyway, so the end of the episode. Columbo is in the Dr. Um, Mayfield's office, in Leonard's office. He comes swaggering in because he's like, well, yeah, I've beaten this copper. So they're having a conversation and Columbo's like, ah, oh, you know... You've beaten me. Oh, I was convinced, right? This was, uh, this was, uh, this is what happened. Oh, whatever. So Columbo takes his gown off because he still has it on. Takes it off, you know, chucks it on the couch, whatever, and then he leaves. And Nimoy, like, goes sits on the end of his desk, uh, on the edge of his desk, and there's like a big sort of sigh of relief uh, happening. Then. Columbo walks back in and he's like, geez, you're good. Geez, you're good. Because he goes, throughout this whole 
investigation or whatever. You're just you're like a smooth guy, very cool, calm, and collected. However, when Columbo came into the operating theatre after the surgery, Nimoy was like, oh, what are you doing? Like he lost his cool and sort of like pushed or he grabbed Columbo and sort of like manoeuvred Columbo out of the way. Columbo was like, that was an interesting thing you did, right? It's an interesting thing you did. And Columbo's like, you know, we searched everything. We searched everything in the operating theatre. But we didn't search me, right? So Columbo gets his gown that he chucked on the uh, the couch. Well, actually, no, Columbo sits on the couch. He puts the gown over him. He's telling Nimoy, you know, yeah, you're real cool and whatever else. And uh, Columbo goes, you know, we didn't search, search, we didn't search me. So Columbo puts his hand in the pocket of the gown. And you know what he pulls out, folks? He pulls out the dissolvable sutures that were in the doctor that Nimoy put in there. At the start of this episode, Nimoy's done. I mean, he'd probably get out of it in a court of law. But anyway, Nimoy's done. Columbo's got his man. Show's over. There you go. Now, I will say this. There was, you could probably say, uh, there was at least an attempted murder on Dr. Uh, Dr. Hardeman, the old codger, right? You'd say that's an attempted murder. And then Nurse Sharon was murdered and Harry was murdered, right? However, it's interesting an attempted murder and two murders in this show. However, the person who Dr. Mayfield wanted to kill in the first place actually didn't die. They did survive the episode. So, yeah, uh, that being, of course, you know, Dr. Edmund, you'd have to say it's probably an attempted murder on, on that. But, um, yes, that's interesting because usually... It is some. It is relatively unusual for there to be a mole, like more people murdered in Colombo. It's usually it's just one person, uh, sometimes two. But in this one, two murders, and I think it's probably not a stretch to say an attempted murder. So yeah, pretty. Um, it's that's just also in the fact that the person that uh, Leonard uh, Nimoy initially wanted to kill survives the episode, which is pretty comical anyway everybody that's Columbo a stitch in crime I'm going to give it I'm going to give it four out of five toilet rolls because I think Nimoy in it is great I think if you're a Leonard Nimoy fan I feel that this is worth watching because he's like he's just like yeah whatever he's pretty cool he's smooth he's you know like yeah whatever Columbo but he is an asshole right at the core he's an absolute prick and like how he cons uh, the housemate Marsha into like oh you come up with this information I was just happened to be here and like fed it to you but that doesn't matter you came up with it all yourself so that was really great and like and then he laughs at Columbo like oh you're not going to catch me and then Columbo just loses it he's like oh you're gone mate so like yeah anyway there is Columbo a friend uh, sorry a stitch in crime good 
episode four out of five toilet rolls. Nimoy was superb, classic. Uh, you know, good work by Falk as Columbo as uh, as well. Great stuff. And uh, yeah, I'll see you in the next one, folks. Bye.